following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, so many times in our life the issue, the topic of anger comes up and it is in many forms. It's uh, hidden often and, and we try to disguise it with words like frustration and uh, that, uh, you know, just being irritated mm-hmm. with something. And, and so what do we need to know really about anger? Well, a bunch of things. <laughs> um, uh, um, some people, when they hear the word anger, uh, they just think anger is anger. You know, it's like it's one-dimensional. Um, I think it's helpful, first of all, to understand anger is just an umbrella word covering many levels of emotion. Uh, for example, <clears throat> I'll, I'll, and we have what we call uh, keys for living on this topic, and we explain this very clearly. Um, while anger is a strong emotion of irritation or agitation that occurs when a, a need or expectation is not met, um, the the type of types of anger, or we could say levels of anger, <clears throat> indignation. This is um, indignation is a kind of simmering anger provoked by something that appears unjust or unkind, um, wrong. It, it's often perceived as justified. Um, sometimes it's not, though. But but it's thought of. Well, in fact, Jesus um, in Mark ten fourteen. Um, he he was being, um, th- there were children, and the disciples were trying to keep the children from him. And the Bible says Jesus saw this. He was indignant, in a, indignation, uh, which is a type of anger. He said to them, let the little children come to me. Do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Uh, when he saw, uh, when the religion, there were money changers in the church, <clears throat> in the temple, and they were there to take foreign currency and um, enable the enabling the people to buy what were called sacrifices. Um, like uh, if there was a, a little a dove or, or, or certain things that would be used in the temple ceremony. Um, instead, these were corrupt money changers. And so Jesus had indignation and he literally went to the temple he overturned their tables, um, had a lash. Um, uh, he lashed out at, at them and overturned the tables. Anyway, the, the point is his anger literally solved a problem. He, he literally uh, was motivated 
because of this indignation that something's wrong to do something about it, and he drove the money changers out. So um, that's indignation. Wrath is another type of anger, and uh, periodically you will read in the Bible that, uh, that there is the wrath of God. And <clears throat> this is a type of anger that is going to avenge what is wrong. Uh, wrath often moves from the emotion of anger to an outward expression of anger. But, but the point is, um, we see in Romans, the very first chapter 18, first, first chapter, verse 18, God reveals outward expression of his wrath against wickedness, though that which is absolutely uh, corrupt or wrong. Uh, fury, now this is, um, it's so fiery, if you will, that it, con it consumes common sense. The word fury suggests a powerful uh, force compelled to harm or destroy. And uh, in fact, we read in the Bible, um, in Acts 5.33, that these uh, religious leaders <clears throat> when they heard what uh, the the disciples were doing, they were furious and wanted to put them to death. They wanted to kill the disciples. Um, and then rage is a loss of self-control. Uh, you, you've heard um, the phrase road rage, right, Jeff? That's right. <clears throat> okay. You don't want to get behind somebody... Or, or in, uh, yeah, in front of somebody who has road rage. <clears throat> Excuse I, was me. I was afraid you were going to ask if I'd ever experienced it, but let's move on. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, it, it. Listen, people kill have killed others. That's it, right. Other mm. people they don't even know mm. because they had rage. I usually think that there's another kind of anger that they've had at the same time. But the point is, often it often it, uh, it goes to the extreme of violence. Some people call it temporary insanity, but it's this outburst of rage uh, that is, some will say, I, I can't believe I did that. I don't even remember doing it. Well, rage is dangerous. So the point is, if we don't quell our anger, uh, it can be uh, to our huge detriment because it gets out of, it can get out of control. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. 
when we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We're here because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of our ministry. We thank you for that. If you have any questions about what we bring up on the program here, any number of topics, really, if there's some struggle you're having in life, uh, something that has troubled you, and uh, maybe it's a past you're, uh, you're dealing with and still trying to figure out how to overcome that and, and uh, be able to move forward in freedom and uh, with with God's support, with God's Word behind you. We'd like to uh, help you do that with our materials. Our resources uh, are full of uh, that kind of practical help, also uh, biblical hope, we say here. So uh, call the customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. That's uh, anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help you access the right resources. Maybe on our website with some free resources there, or they can order some uh, materials that will get it to you very quickly. So their number again, 800-488-HOPE. And we're recommending tonight the keys for living on anger called Facing the Fire Within. Again, customer support at 800-488-HOPE. Well, we want to get to our caller for tonight, and we have a listener returning to us uh, this evening from Missouri, listening on the Bot Radio Network. We welcome back David. Well, David, we just talked a few days ago. Yes. And, and I just want to say I appreciated your candor. Um, you've you've had some tough times growing up. Um, some people have it easier. Some people have it harder. And um, I just felt for you because I know it's hard when you're uh, younger. And this is when you were younger. You're 40, age 40 now. But you described <clears throat> some painful things uh, in, in your life. And because you didn't really have what I would call stability um and i would say you kind of came from a dysfunctional family is that correct yes that's right okay so when we were talking i'm looking at what i wrote down and it was the last thing i wrote down you said anger is a huge problem for me and obviously you're wanting to not let that be a problem, that's not that's not your desire. You you're Demeanor, wanting to, yeah. to deal with it. Is that right? Yes. And my 
some of my maybe one of my biggest issues is on uh, in 2019 i think i touched on it briefly is i had a decompression so on top of all of the other inconveniences or instabilities mm-hmm. that i had growing up um I was born with three spinal degeneratives, um, and um, long story short, I was—I should have had a ba- back brace from about the age 11 to about the age 12 or 13 mm-hmm. to correct those um, spine and brain uh, issues. And um, like I said, long story short, I was born on the wrong side of the tracks. And either the the doc my doctors didn't care or they um because we didn't have insurance or they just didn't see it and um I've had doctors tell me well if you ha- if what we can see is what we can see, they should have been able to detect that when you were young, and there's almost zero percent chance they should have missed it. So wow. on top of every on top of everything else, the decompression that I had in 2019, um, the uh, brain surgeon uh, basically told me that I was a walking, talking miracle because I had a mm-hmm. very large burst of uh, a pocket of air sitting on my brain. Wow! So between between my brain and skull, so. Uh huh. They were just marveled at the fact that I was able to live a mostly somewhat normal life, um, that I was able to to hide well because of not having extreme pain, probably because of the burst of the, the, the pocket of air uh, damaged my nerves so much, so, so severely that um, I didn't get a lot of symptoms. So, um, mm-hmm. on top of clearly my, <laughs> my, um, which I, I, I refer to more than likely a lot of my anger issues. I believe a lot of that comes from being short, um, short fused physically, um, mm-hmm. because that's, that's, that wasn't really my demeanor. That's not, like I said, who I am or who, or who i clearly want to be, um, and, um, just God clearly giving me, um, you know, for whatever reason, all these physical, um, uh, issues, um, clearly he knows what we can handle and what we can't. That's true. Um, and, but, um, but that's where I would say mostly, probably most of my, my short fuses come from have been um, from my physical issues, and I do have medicine that I'm supposed to take on a regular basis. Um, but sometimes I'm either <laughs> I'm either being stubborn or I'm mm-hmm. just forgetting. So, um, which which neither help. Um, uh, but but yes. Okay. Um, hey, but could I you do, describe? I, Hey, David, could you describe what do they do? What is the procedure for the decompression? What do they do? So a, de- so 
the decompression, I had my C2 shaved out, which is the hole in the back of your skull. Um, mm. And that, and and when the doctor did that, that's when he realized I had I had a pocket of air on my between my skull and brain. Mm. And when he sli- and he, when he sliced sliced the C2 to shave it out, that's when the burst of air came out. Wow. And he said it literally sounded like a letting the air out of a balloon. Wow. And um, which people like that normally um, cannot function from day to day. And uh, for whatever reason, I was able to. And, mm. you know, I just clearly said that, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer and, you know, God had that time for me to reach others and to and to be there for others and if i w- wouldn't have been able to physically get through that then that's god's doing not mine so mm-hmm. um but i i will tell you as of the last week or so um just to make a long story short um like i said dad paid passed away in ni- 2019 mm-hmm Mom has been giving me so many issues, which has also not helped um, with a lot of the issues that I have about wanting to take care of her, um, wanting the best for her, as they do for us while we're young. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, is, to say the least, not very cooperative, and she lives in the city. So um, mm. that's become between my my wife and I, um, and me not realizing that I can't force the issue of coming to make her live with us. Mm. <laughs> so um, that that has, I believe, played a significant role um, to putting stress on my marriage. Okay. Well, I, I I love the fact that you have said that you that 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 you reach out to others, meaning that God wants you to um, literally care care how others are living life or or how they're not living life in the way that's right in God's sight and that you you are a believer you said you genuinely um care and that's why we're talking and I appreciate your intent because <clears throat> when it, you know you, you look at a lot of people a lot of people don't have types of challenges that you have had. Everyone has some challenge, but um, some people have more. And that's just the fact, uh, that uh, a fact of life. And yet, um, my my take on you is you want to be the best that you can be when you don't know what to do. You, you, you're willing to reach out and say, what do I do? At least that's how I'm perceiving you. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I respect that a lot. There are a lot of people who hurt others and 
they make life miserable and they could care less that um, they're hurting people. And, uh, but that's not where you're coming from at all. I don't perceive that at all. And, and uh, I just respect that about you. So, um, when you've mentioned anger, um, there are some things that a lot of people don't know. And I think it's vital to understand anger is not the real problem. Anger is just a symptom, a symptom of one of four causes, or it could be a combination. And uh, once you get this, you can know that there will be some things you can do about it, about anger that you don't like having. <clears throat> there, the four causes, my friend, are hurt, injustice, fear, and frustration. And anytime you have anger, or anytime you see somebody else have anger, you can know that it's going to be one of the four causes, or it will be, it could be two of the causes. Hurt, injustice, fear, and frustration. So as I say those words, think about you know, times when you've been anger, angry. Um, do you identify with number one, being hurt? Does that make sense as I'm even saying those four causes? Yes. Um, it's more over than hurt, I would say probably frustration. Okay. As, a, as opposed to feeling hurt or, or um, yes. put down personally. Okay. Um, well, what we're going to do is look at all of these four and you can eliminate in general what like it's not it's not like you're feeling really hurt uh we'll we'll analyze all four but um what um, what you've really keyed in on is frustration and we'll talk about what that looks like and what do you do about it do you ever struggle to believe that god loves you that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as His precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. 
We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. We're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get back to our caller in a moment. Our customer support team is available for you at 800-488-HOPE. That's anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And we want to let you know that uh, they would like to hear from you and uh, maybe understand what it is that uh, you're dealing with in life. And uh, they would like to talk with you and recommend some of our resources, our materials that would help you the most in your situation. Just give them a call, talk to them, and they'll, they'll be happy to do that. We recommend tonight our keys for living on anger called Facing the Fire Within. And they can help you get that or any other that might be helpful for you. The number again, 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Now, if you'd like to speak with June about something going on in your life and you have an issue that you'd like to discuss with her and uh, find out some more uh, clarity, some direction in your life, and uh, to do that on a future broadcast of Hope of the Night, just call us at 800-NIGHT-17. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. When you call, just leave a message for us. We'll get back to you and talk to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. That number, 800-NIGHT-17, 800-644-4817. Well, let's get back now to our conversation with David. Well, my friend, um, at times we could see in person or on television a uh, roaring fire that's not supposed to be on fire. <laughs> it's not supposed to be a fire. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's it's imperative to understand, well, what's the source? For example, it could be um, a lightning strike. Um literal lightning. It could be a volcano. Now, not in Texas. I'm from Dallas, Texas, and we don't have volcanoes. But, 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 or it, it could be an un, unattended campfire uh, where there are campers or a camper who um, has not been conscientious for causing this fire that's out of control. Now, it it could even be something small, like, I'm going to say, a cigarette that was not put out, and yet here it's because of the leaves and uh, kindling of that kind, um, just dried limbs, uh, all of a sudden here you've got this fire that's out of control. So 
it's always helpful to understand that anger is just a secondary response to one of four causes. Like you can see the fire in in the woods, but it may not, you know, it could have a different source. And so probing into sometimes these buried um, causes inside us um, can be not only helpful, but also at the same time um, very uh, revealing. And some people say, well, I don't want to stay angry. Okay, well then let's find out what has caused the anger. Does that make sense? Yes, and I I know for the most part of my life, my immediate family, meaning brothers, sisters, fathers, father, and other situations have, I, I believe, the main source of my frustration and anger because of the mostly because a lot of the ways that I grew up and then had to figure life out the hard way. Um, but God taking the reins of my situation um, at the times where I wasn't wasn't being stubborn and not listening to his will um, mm-hmm. to, 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 to meet for my will to meet his um, but when the when bad things happen that's where the experience of life overwhelmed me because I didn't have the experience or the knowledge of how to deal with most situations mm-hmm. um, so Frustration, for the most part, took over just about every situation of my life. But now, noticing that my physical ailments probably play, played um, probably half the role in some of those situations because they just felt uncon- they just felt uncontrollable um, mm-hmm. from just urges of frustration and not being able to lasso those um, those feelings um, psychologically and physically as opposed to spiritually because I didn't know I had those physical ailments um, yes and in my in my body um, so uh, but I will share with you um, mom, made some very um, hard situations worse um, over the past week or so um, to where I've told her and my brothers and my, mostly my brothers, I have one sister, that I I just have to let them go mm. because I I have a family now and it's it's my uh we're going on 14 years now and probably most of my marriage it's at um so many times brought down my my wife or myself or my children 
and mm. I can't, I just can't have that anymore with my wife and children. Okay. Um, describe describe it, what it, has recently happened. You, you're saying this was only in this last week. So what, what took place with your mom? Yeah. So we're dealing with, I know for a fact, um, a, a very evil entity and my brother's girlfriend um, that she's... Uh, unfortunately, a product of, of incest, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but just a, a very violent, um, unreasonable um, human being, but I believe it goes beyond that. I believe it goes into the realm of, of evil because of how, of how unreasonable she is in the things that she's been able to um, to twist. Hmm. Um, she's, she's turned my mother against me. Um, m m my brother is uh, uh, completely web, webbed in her, caught in her web. I um, see. My, my, yeah, and it's, it's just a very... And I, I realized that if I, if I don't separate myself from that, that, that evil influence, that it will only keep making me more bitter towards my own family. And, mm -hmm. um, like you said, on, on wanting to do that, um, but it's, it's taking, taken so much of a toll on the stress and trying to quote unquote in a way kind of try to in a way force mom to come live with me um, without forcing try, just trying to help her see that if she were to come live with us it would just be a better situation for her um, my brothers two of my brothers have moved away um, and the brother with the um the unfortunate entity that we're dealing with um yes. or that i was dealing with i've separated myself from so mm -hmm. well okay so <clears throat> i want to say that the bible is clear bad company corrupts good character um, there are times when we are told to separate when there's a willfulness of an adult who is uh, being uh, caustic or, or unreasonable um, because as you've said, you are married and you have children and your first responsibility now is being the husband that your wife needs and literally um, raising your children in the most positive way. And if there is that which is unreasonable and choices are made uh, to not separate from evil that others are making, that's their choices. Not that you... Right still wouldn't care about your mom um, 
but uh, the fact is, I'm I'm hearing that um, uh, she has not made healthy decisions for a long time. Also, is that correct? Your mom? Yes, and yeah, and like we talked about before, she grew up in a very unhealthy home herself with her father and and her mother. Um, and went directly into a unhealthy relationship with my father, which, which like I said, I, I know they both love the, the, the Lord, and she still, I believe, does love the, the Lord, mm-hmm. but, she's, but she compromises too much, and she doesn't know how to, um, in most cases, make up her own mind. Um, okay, give me an uh, example. Like you're saying, so she doesn't have the means to help others um, with financially or, in most cases, psychologically. But she, but she puts herself out above and beyond because clearly we're only able to help others if we are if we are in a healthy situation ourselves. and uh, she, uh, that I know of, has just been being coerced by this um, unhealthy mm. relationship with my babe, with my brother's girlfriend, and it's she's very easily mani- uh, manipulated, and yeah. was my entire childhood by. Her half sister, um, which was also very um, violent and uh, overwhelming person mm. herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that's but that's what I mean by unable to make her own healthy decisions. So is it that she at times gives money to this your brother's girlfriend? When she doesn't, not necessarily. Okay. Probably not necessarily money, but 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 time and attention away from help her own health. Ah, okay. So she is being manipulated to do that, which is really not in her own best interest. But she doesn't know how to be healthy. That's what I'm hearing you say. Gosh. Okay. Well, um, that's very discerning on your part. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. 
Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have any questions or concerns about the topics on the program tonight, call our customer support team, and they can connect you with the right resources that would help you if there's something that piqued your interest here on the program, or there's some other situation you're dealing with in your life, and you'd like to get some insight on that, just let us help you do that. Uh, The keys for living are available to you. Uh, We're recommending tonight the uh, one on anger called... Facing the Fire Within, that's uh, on anger. And also we have keys for living on the topic of boundaries, how to set them, how to keep them. And our customer support team can help you get to any of those resources that are going to help you. And the number again, 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And again, that's 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If you'd like to email them, do so at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hope for the heart.org. Well, let's get back now to the conversation with David. Well, David, you've been um, confronted with a, a highly significant issue regarding your mom, uh, your brother's girlfriend, who's evil as she continues to manipulate uh, your mother and obviously other people, but um, <clears throat> especially turning your mother against you, um, you use the phrase, I need to let them go. And the reason it is imperative that you analyze and, and understand the frustration. Frustration is when you can't, you know, logic, uh, reason um, does not work. And there are, and, and you have learned <laughs> um, this surprising thing that you can't make people choose right. You don't have that ability. Um, I call it the magic bopper. If I had the magic bopper and I could just bop somebody on the head, and all of a sudden now they'd think logical, logically they would uh, do what they're supposed to do, you know. But that would just be wonderful, wouldn't it? 
Yeah. So so we can go bop people that and, and we could watch them just change wonderfully. Well, we don't have that. Now, if you do invent the magic bopper and it really does work, you're going to be an instant zillionaire because everybody's going to want uh -huh. that bopper. And uh, it would be a great thing to have, but we don't have it. Now, the Lord can change us, and if we yeah. allow him to, but we don't, I mean, you know, life is a series of choices, and people can choose unhealthy relationships. And um, you're right, this is frustrating. Uh, the issue of these four causes is hurt injustice, fear, and frustration. But the frustration part is when you see your own mother being manipulated and you're sitting there trying to figure out, Mom, open your eyes. You need to see. And yet, and um, it, is, it is hard. I, I remember a couple times, I'm thinking one, specific time when some people were manipulating my mother and it it, it was painful she, at the time she couldn't see it and yet um, what all that's saying is something's wrong something's wrong something's wrong and that's what anger yes. basically is it's something's wrong something's wrong it's, it's like the red light on the dashboard of your car that should not be showing a bright red light. Do you identify with what I'm talking about? Okay, you've got your dashboard, and it's, it's a warning light. So what do you do when you see that warning light on your car begin to blare? Mm -hmm. Right. What do you do? So I'll, I'll fix it. How do you fix it? Find the cause. Aha. Uh -huh. That's right. Because a warning light, it's like, uh, it could be there's no water in the radiator. Or... or no oil in the engine. That's right. Until so you take your dipstick and, aha, uh -huh, you know, you measure and there's nothing, you know, there's hard, uh, it's on empty. And instead... That oil is to literally lubricate the engine. And then without that, it can get hotter and hotter. And that's why. Yes. So, so finding, realizing what the cause is. See, as I said, the, the issue is not the light or the issue is not the anger. It's what's causing the anger. Does this, that part make sense? Yes, and I'll give you a good, well, um, a, a very unfortunate situation that's happened in the last few weeks, and this is um, a shocking eye-opener for just life in general, but um, a buddy called me out to his farm uh, a little less than two weeks ago before all of this and um, was heavily drinking, um, uh, was an alcoholic and um, couldn't break the cycle of the demonic influence of alcohol 
Um, unfortunately, um, we talked the whole weekend about salvation and about um, God and about how to beat that cycle and how to break it. Um, but I spent most of that two Fridays ago with him and um, didn't go to sleep Friday into Saturday. Um, and he just poured his heart out from his whole life. Um, but unfortunately, he took his own life on that Tuesday. Oh, wow. And um, I mm. was the last one to see him alive. Um, and that, I would say that over the last few weeks, um, God used that to, I believe, stop me where I've been in so many situations, um, with, with my family, with myself, mm -hmm. um, with, with my, with my mother and those situations, um, I've been kind of cold to the fact over or since that situation happened to um, almost life in general, but but really seeing clearly what God is able to do through others, mm. through unfortunate events, and yes. um, what what. I have to let go of to okay. not only be what I need to be to my family, but also to what I need to be to him. Yes. So you know, th this is a, a it's like a wake up call for you, but it's it's yes. it is a, it's it's like on the car. It's a warning light that something's wrong yes. and what is imperative is that you are wanting to be led by the Lord to do what is best because you're again your primary responsibility right now is your wife and your children and if you're being consumed by the problems of others who are not willing yes. to change. See, it's one thing if they're willing to change, but in this case, when I'm talking about your mom being manipulated and this other, uh, your brother's sister being highly manipulative. So, if, if you know, when you try to help and it, the help is rejected, then it, it sounds as though you do not have peace about that relationship, meaning that whole the the, the relationship of the mom, the evil um, uh, girlfriend, yeah, girlfriend, or yeah, and and so yeah. um, that doesn't mean it has to stay this way, because any one of them could change. They, you know, yes. life is a series of choices. We can change, but. It usually will take great pain to make a person have eyes open to see. 
if, if, if you try to help and yet your help is rejected, um, which yeah, I gather you've tried. I, and, mm. and that's where I feel like the, uh, the last week's events have, have brought me peace, even through death and unwillingness to um, I don't want to say cooperate cooperate with myself but cooperate with the Lord and the situation mm-hmm. for, the, for the better um, and not my better because clearly we know I know who I am I'm a sinner but I'm saved by grace and mm-hmm. I know and I've clearly prayed on the situations that I know mom would be in a better place if she were to be in a healthy environment. Um, yes. And I, it's just been gone too long. Ten, I would say probably 10 years too long. And mm. Mm. Um, I, I love my mother. Um, it, I am her spitting image. Fortunately and unfortunately, <laughs> um, yeah. but uh, but and I I never could perceive myself saying that I have to let my mother go because of a situation that I can't control. Um, but it's in the Lord's hands, and that's where I have to leave it. I think the issue is you you've offered her a way out. It's got to be, and you you could say, if ever you um, want to choose a different situation, um, I'm offering you an alternative. Um, But until she willfully does that, um, then you you can't force her to change. And it could, people can get to the point where they're going, wait a minute, you know, um, this is too dysfunctional. I need, I need to change. I need my situation to change. So, um, I think the, the issue in Colossians 3, we read, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since you're a member of one body, you were called to peace. Be thankful. So I think for you to be prioritizing with with your wife, and you all talk about this, and um, I think truthfully they are blessed to have you in their lives, even if they don't know it. We will send our keys for living on anger called Facing the Fire Within. We'll send that to tonight's caller. And we do that because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash hope. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope 